And I'm Chris. And what do we do here at Record Night, Chris? A Record Night is a podcast where we each bring a record based on a theme, and we talk about it. We introduce each other, and we just talk about two records that we brought based on the theme. Right? That sounds right. That sounds right. That is right. Okay, okay. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> uh, if people want to get hold of us, how can they do that? Uh, well, we're pretty much everywhere. We're on Facebook at Record Night. Uh, we're on Instagram at Record Night Pod, all one word, all mushed together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on Twitter, unfortunately, at Record underscore Night. <laughs> or you can just plain old email us at Record Night Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, that's. I think that's it. And um, yeah, if you guys want to send us a theme or something like that, or you guys want to tell us how much we suck, which I, we have, I haven't got hate mail on this podcast yet. I've got a I'll send you some. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of theme, uh, yeah. what is our theme today? Uh, theme today is Shit Our Brothers Like. Uh, we pulled that last yeah. episode. And um, it, we, this one's been a long time coming. I think we've had this theme in the hat since we started. And so... it's It's been up there. We did kind of... We threw a bunch of, like, shit my dad likes, shit my mom likes. We were going to do yeah. it as, like, oh, it's Father's Day. Let's do a dad episode. Yeah. Um, shit our uh, spouses like, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so. something to really you know kind of take the blame away from us. From oh the yeah, stuff yeah. That we have to listen to. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, I hope Dave doesn't hate me after this episode. <laughs> yeah, so we you know we got our brothers to pick what we're listening to. We uh, little, they'll they'll little, make a little little guest appearance here, yeah, introducing yeah. their their individual albums. Um, but yeah, what what have you been up to? Let's get the <sighs> the pleasantries out of oh, the yeah. way so we can. Listen to some brother music. I've been good, man. I'm just not, not much, just working. And then uh, I think since the last time we recorded, I talked about it, I went to Europe in the last podcast, right? I mentioned going to London. And maybe, and well, maybe we didn't. I don't know. I don't. But, uh, I don't. It's been. It's actually been a really long time since we recorded. I think the last time we recorded was before you even came to San Diego. Oh yeah, it was okay. So um, yeah, I went to I went to Europe. I went to London. Um, London, Dublin, and uh, Edinburgh, and I loved all those places. But if you go, dude, Edinburgh is the place to go. Honestly, I, I really want to go. Yeah, that's it, like all the other places take days to get through, but you can do Edinburgh in two days, which is what we did. We were in London for two days. We got shit. We 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 only scratched the surface of what you can do there. Um, but Edinburgh, oh man, uh, you can do this shit in two days, and it's incredible. It's a beautiful place. Beautiful. Hell yeah. Um, and yeah, you got you got to go. I mean, I, I know you're like more about rural places. You'll be able to no, see I, I, yeah. like I'm down a road. It's it's all about where I want to live, not okay. Uh, okay I'll yeah, visit fair. a city. Okay, so yeah, not that I really I'm, have. I mean, as a segue, I live in one of the two big cities in America now. <laughs> I current, I moved to L.A. Oh yeah, that's that's new since last time we talked. That you moved is to new. L.A. Yeah, you. Moved yeah, Chris and I also got together before I moved, mm-hmm. and you you and your brother went and saw yeah. No FX. Oh uh, yeah, their final show in San Diego. And um, so they were supposed to send us a uh, recording of it. I got an email today saying that they, it's fucked up. So at the end of the year, we're going to get a digital download of just the highlights of all the shows. And I was that like, what in the fuck? Uh, I know. I was like, I, but I shouldn't expect anything less from a, a punk band. That's that mic was fucked up at the show. Oh, yeah. Only, <laughs> apparently now, this is sad, but apparently now he can only enjoy himself. He's fucked up while playing. And that's that why he's sucks. quitting. That's why he stopped playing. That's why he's no face is ending, because he doesn't want to, have to do that to enjoy himself. Mm-hmm. But I do want to go to the Las Vegas Punk Rock Museum, which he started. Which is, I can't wait to go. To that I'm going. 
I'm gonna go like at some point in my life, but yeah, I, I want to see it too. Oh, dude, uh, but yeah, I mean, you can. I'm pretty sure there's a. So they've been talking about doing a, a uh, high speed like bullet train from L.A. to Las Vegas for years. Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll happen at some point for you. Oh, I'm sure Elon Musk will find a way to shut it down. Oh yeah, I mean, man. I, I, I'm sorry guys, are we still on Twitter? We, we have. I, I only post on it. It does it automatically through when I open the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I should um, be more active. I don't know. You think I, I don't should? know. We, we've kind of fell off on the Instagram one as well because we got caught up in that, like, they're changing their algorithm and stuff. And it Oh, just... yeah. You got to have, like, like have a, you can't be uh, instant anymore. It has to be moving for it to show up. And <sighs> we're just too old, man, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> we're old men who hate social media. I, I, I have ideas about what we do on... um. On TikTok, but again, that's also like that's also like a, a mysterious to me. Only how I would even have time to do that. You know? Right, exactly. Mm. But here we are. I mean, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> episode uh, yeah. sixty, shit, our brothers yeah. like. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna talk about buried alive. Yeah. First, I now I don't do know if it's my brother's favorite band. Um, but he chose it. Yeah, he definitely chose it. Yeah, he did pick it. Um, he he sends me a lot of stuff. Like before going into this, I'd never like fully listened to anything. The only thing I ever saw was like Instagram clips of the dude playing like a, a riff here and there. Uh, and like, it's like an eight string it, guitar, or something, something crazy. Oh yeah, there, right? something crazy with like a kill switch, and <laughs> the dude is crazy talented. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. But I, I think my my brother could probably introduce them better than I can. Uh, All so right, what's wanna... what's Damien? What do you have to say about this band? <laughs> so the album you're checking out is "Berries Alive" by the band Buried Alive. They are a progressive metal band that is comprised of husband and wife duo of Charles Caswell. He does the guitar and vocals, and then his wife. Kaylee does bass and I guess the reason why I like them is I don't know there's just something about them that's just like one of a kind kind of reminds me of like more heavy buckethead I guess in a way with just his guitar playing and all that stuff and yeah I don't know just he just has a bunch of like crazy sick riffage and that's why I like it was released in October of 2018 and I picked this one out of Buried Alive's discography because I think it encapsulates his wide range of talents whether that's his insane and melodic guitar shredding to his uh, screaming vocals and his clean singing just this this album is very well rounded and yeah just kind of shows off every thing that uh buried alive is all about so i hope you guys enjoy i think we should just go straight into the intro the the sampler then right i i think so oh, i don't have anything to say before we sample it so right. <laughs> buried alive <laughs> buries alive
And remember, boys and girls, if you fuck a couch, everyone loses. You don't know how happy I am. You get that last part in there. I was hoping that you'd have a fuck couch, everyone loses. Because it, <laughs> it's, it, it's a joke. It's not really that funny at all. But um, <laughs> Buried Alive, the B-E-R-R-I-E-D, Buried yeah, Alive. It's a it's like a pun. A mo- so David told me after he recorded his intro, like, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention this is the album where all of the uh, titles started being puns. Except for fucking one. Which one? Uh, track, like, I'm Letting Go. Surely that's a pun. No. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it bothered me so much. I'm like, everything else is sort of punny, except for that one. Because to me, it's Rest in Peaches Part 2, but we'll get to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm going to give my overview thoughts before we get into this record. I have some written down. This reminds me of, like, early to mid-2000s, like, metalcore. But, like, mm-hmm. more like, it's like, if Between the Barry Me or Horse the Band made the record with the Ableton and Fruit Loops only. And... I could see myself really like this. I was seventeen or nineteen. Um, there's also, you guys know there's also an instrumental version of this album without the vocals, which mm-hmm. I think makes sense because there's you know, people out there with their nine string guitars like listening to it, trying to play it. But man, I did not like this record that much at all. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I um, I don't know. I found myself often being like really impressed, yeah, but being. I think let down a lot by the production because mm. I, th- I don't like the guitar tone and I know it's oh. kind of like the, the genty thing. I don't know if this counts as gent, but it's certainly like gent informed. <laughs> yeah. um, so there's a lot of times where it's like the guitar just kind of doesn't sound like a guitar. Cause I think a lot of the like extra instruments, you'll hear like little bleeps and bloops here and there. Mm. And it's kind of like, I'm pretty sure that's a guitar. Yeah, but yeah. it's just so like affected that it just kind of sounds like a keyboard, or it sounds like and you're it, playing it through like MIDI or something. Yeah, yeah, it does sound like a MIDI controller. There's a lot of the stuff in here, and you, you're like, okay, if that is a guitar, that's fine. But why, why not just use a MIDI keyboard? You know what I mean? Like, or mm-hmm. or or, and also like, and, and you and I are the same on the tone. Maybe we're just maybe we're just old, right? <laughs> but uh, I kind of <laughs> like when a guitar sounds like a guitar. It, but I also hate it when it's over processed you know mm-hmm. and to me it takes out any of the any of the, and I'm big on feeling I don't get a lot of feeling from this record maybe that's me maybe I'm not maybe yeah I'm, maybe I don't know maybe it's just like cause like the more I think on it is like how much of this is me just being like this is like my taste like I want this mm-hmm. to sound like a real guitar yeah um, but it's like that's not what he's trying to do no. I guess. And Although I'd love to see it like live with like a full band coming out of oh, a real yeah. amp. Like, oh yeah, I, I can't imagine what this like live. Do they just have him and his wife come out there and hit the drum machine? Because most of the drums here are glitched out. Like the mm-hmm. that's the. It, it, I'm wondering in 2018 was, and I might get destroyed for saying this, but was was dubstep still popular in 2018 when this came out? I don't know. Like. I think so. Because I don't know if popular, I, but I think like you know it kind of fell out of the public consciousness. But I think cause people I, were still making and listening to it. Because yeah, and I feel like it's in this, and not and it's not it's not dubstep at all. But I hear that in it with sort of the glitched out like the bone and the wiggle. <laughs> and, um, man, I like uh, 
it does sound it, it sounds like metalcore from the mid to early 2000s part of mm-hmm. it because of the chuggadoodle the volume and the <laughs> you know like but that, that's the thing is it doesn't sound like a chug no it, it sounds, sounds like, like a, a it sounds like a bump <laughs> or a gin yeah yeah, um, yeah gin there we go but i was but, uh one thing i wrote down was mm-hmm. like some of it sounds like like so i was looking through our email and you had emailed notes to yourself i don't know if it was on purpose oh, or on accident oh yeah 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 i did yeah 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 I did. okay so i didn't mean to, yeah this today i did i was emailed to, to myself but i sent to the, the regular um yeah to our email and, and it wasn't it wasn't very many but the one i saw is uh. you you mentioned power man 5000 for one of the things which i also did for the <laughs> the third track yeah but, fatality yeah I, I was kind of thinking after I listened to this album, and especially picking up on the Power Man 5000 thing, I was like, it's not, it doesn't sound industrial. Like, it doesn't no. sound like industrial matter, but it sounds like cybernetic. Like, it's like, uh-huh. what if industrial metal or industrial music wasn't based in, like, machinery? What if it was based in, like, computers or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that? And it's like, that's kind of the vibe I get from it is like, it's yeah. not industrial. It's, cybernetic it's something that like it, i don't know it sounds like the cyber demon from doom uh b- by the way by the way guys i've i've talked to spider one um we're we're not buds but power um, man 5000 yeah 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 I, he made movies and i do a movie podcast and i got to i got to talk to him and uh, take a picture with him and his wife and his kid weirdly his kid mm-hmm. was <laughs> she jumped up on the chair and uh, I gave him uh, a few mugs that look like this, actually. Uh, uh, really interesting people don't know what was the podcast, but I gave him two mugs that movies don't suck mugs. Nice. It's, yeah, and he put them in his car. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but I just want to say if he's listening to this, I'm, so, I'm not talking to Sharon Music, dude. Just, it's not my favorite type of music. It's, you know, but, but, um, but uh, you want to have this uh, track by track? You ready to get into this uh, one a little bit de- deeper? I think so. I think the last thing I want to mention is like mm. the cover, the album cover, which oh, yeah. <laughs> it kind of it hints a lot that it's going to be like horror themed, mm-hmm. and I think I think that's kind of what he's reaching for lyrically a lot of the time. <laughs> but I feel I do kind of feel like lyrics wise, it misses the mark. Like I think mm-hmm. for me. Maybe the way to listen to this album is going to be the instrumental. Yeah. Those are the parts I enjoyed. I, I, I don't think the, the, the vocals are a lot to my taste. I don't think they're bad, uh, mm. but it's just uh, stuff I don't look for. Yeah, let's start with Pun of You Left. Right? Pun of You um, Left, yeah. It starts out with a real Gucci intro, you know, like all, all you want to be. And then it gets into the, the heavy part, I guess. Mm-hmm. And this is, I wrote my notes, uh, but this be, quote, scaring the hose all day, Dane Brown, JP Mafia. <laughs> as in, like, like we, I, I knew Leah would hate this. Like, mm-hmm. I knew she would, and I wasn't wrong. And so um, it's it's scaring the hose, I guess. That's what you put it. Because also, I listened to that, that Dane Brown, JP Mafia record on Friday. And we couldn't stand that either. Right. Um, yeah. But I don't, the lyrics, man, like all, all of it's just nihilistic and violent, right? Like I want to say every song's kind of the same except for a, a few lines here and there, right? Would you say when it's I mean, that's, that's kind of how I 
how I was feeling too. And like, I don't know if that's like cohesive or like, I don't know what the rest of his lyrics are like, but I don't know if it's supposed to be like, that's kind of the theme of the album, but it did kind of feel monotonous, I guess, where it's like every track is like, I'm going to shoot someone. I'm going to shoot someone. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to shoot someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of like you're gonna fucking like wish you, you know, like, and he calls himself deranged and sick. Which, that 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 I, I don't want to say uh, this is a weird thing to say, but it's 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 kind of tired. You know, I've heard that before. Mm. <laughs> like, I never was, I never was a Slipknot record. I think I've ever heard. It's like uh, I'm sick, or you know, like he talks about murdering I'm the people. Joker. I'm the Joker. We live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I got from that. Um, but so the, like the lyrics of this kind of kind of make me over my eyes, big time. It almost all. Of them. Mm. Um, but uh, but that's fine. I mean, it was it's it's, and like I was saying, there's a bunch of open open open. What sounds like drop C maybe, it's drop C and so then it's like gotta a be something super low. Yeah, yeah, because. We'll talk. I'll talk about um, ISIS later. But yeah, this dude—he's got like an eight-string guitar, so it's probably it's probably like down with uh, with the I don't know with with a G. I don't fucking know. But but um, no, <laughs> it, it's the music myself. Like there's parts of it I do like um, mm-hmm. on this on this whole record, uh, except for a few songs which I can't stand. Um, the, and this is this is before I was like really fucking getting pissed off about something in this record. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll get, so yeah, there's, there's there. David was mentioning in his intro that it, it does mm-hmm. kind of like bring in a lot of things that he does, which I, I was mm-hmm. kind of feeling it was like, you know, there's like hip hop beats happening on here. There's, uh, you know, some like techno sounding stuff. There's some cleaner stuff that I thought like almost like the way he was singing sounded like it was like almost like country, I guess some of that, like, it was uh, very commercial to me. Like I've heard that, like on on alt rock radio, like that part of it, not necessarily the whole song, but the singing on it, which I could not stand. By the way, I could not stand the, the clean singing on this thing. Um, oh yeah, I, I didn't. <laughs> you know, and maybe I'm just, I think it, like I, just, I think it's impressive that he's doing all of it. Yeah, like because I didn't, I did like again, I didn't think anything was bad, just not really to my taste. But I'm just like, damn, this is two people. Yeah. <laughs> the the I mean I'd like to if they're performing live I'd like to see that lineup if it's just them mm. two congratulations you playing it playing it, it off of a an iPod yeah. or something <laughs> yeah. yeah iPod uh um, you know, uh sort of I want to kind of hit the oh. the the lyrics a little bit okay because it was okay, like sure. it felt like he was trying to hit that horror theme but it's mm-hmm. like just fantasies of killing people with a gun and it's like. Have you ever seen a horror movie that's just a dude killing people with guns? Like it's because no, it's more, not more, scary. It's more John Wicky, but again, he, John Wicky didn't say, you know, I'm murdering people, and there'd be none of you left to intercede any of that. So, yeah, it's still, it basically just, it's basically just, it's like he's in the mind of a a mass killer, like a like a mm-hmm. you know, a mass shooter. Yeah, you know? so like, that's what it seems like. At least he's not stacking by. He's the population. Every Every line, I'm, I'm gonna say mostly every every song this record seems like it's, it's like apocalypse shit. It's that there's no mm-hmm. war. It's just some dude going around killing people. And right, this one, this song is angry. 
<laughs> you know, I'm begging for the world to change. Okay, dude. I was begging for the world to change, and now it's just a shooting range. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on, slaughter melon. Which is to me my of all the of all the puns in here, it's my favorite. That one, yeah, that one's a pretty good one. Like, I don't know. I guess I wish that either the the puns would la- match more like lyrically. Like, if this song was about a melon <laughs> yeah. that was killing people, I'd find it more interesting. But you run into stuff. I think you know, like you got like Dingleberries later, which is like this song's called Dingleberries <gasps> suffer, <laughs> and it's like. This song is yeah, yeah. being stuck to a butt, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting a lot of like well, it's a, it's a thing flash, I guess, where I'm like, I couldn't tell what was a joke oh. or what was serious because a lot of like the stuff around it is jokey, but then it's like I want, I want, pretty serious, dark subject matter. And the and the artwork on it is like, and me, I'm being like kind of like whatever. Artwork on it is it's goofy, it's it's silly shit. Um. And it reminds me of new school the tattoo style and those you know that looks like it's really cartoony and stuff like that. And that's what it reminded me of. I don't know if that's intentional. I don't know who did that work because that works. It's 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 silly shit. It's not. It's fun. Yeah, and, yeah, and a lot of the stuff is fun. Like they make a lot of like merch and T-shirts that are. It's like jokes. Yeah, yeah. And like a lot Super of the fan color. stuff is really jokey. And then you listen to it and you're like, well, this isn't as fun as I thought no. it would be. <laughs> No, no, it's not. This one's also about like uh, you know, good as dead, been misled. We are all lost. Now the end of the world is upon us. We'll talk about. I mean, there's a bunch of that, a bunch of that. This whole record, you know, mm-hmm. every moment yep. we tortured by fear, and lost yeah, our yeah. way, so, inevitable doom of humanity. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's that. There we go. That's all. No, no, but um, <laughs> yeah, the. This doesn't really like if this is the only one like if you're looking for a hook, it's in this song, right? I thought like, this song had a very like Lincoln Park sounding chorus, right? Right. And I, I, like I don't I don't say that in a derogatory way. It was just like oh this sounds. There were a lot of times where I'm like this sounds like another band like it's band. inspired. Yeah. Well, I'm by with that. you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like the the singing out especially like that that's maybe part of like. That's me part of my my gripe with this record because because it it sounds like they have a sound but it's so all over the place no cohesive no cohesive mm, no like this record itself I'm not talking about the band mm-hmm. itself I just want this record to me was so all over the place that I didn't get a clear message from it like, you know like, like kind of like a like a riff salad it's not like a, yeah a ri- or a compilation mm-hmm. you know like like the only thing that to me these songs tie together I mean except for the sound of the the open and the, you know, like that, um, <laughs> is, is the pun titles. And even then there's one that doesn't have a pun, which drives me crazy. Why would you do that? This, <laughs> but, is, the, this is the first one though. He hadn't quite figured it out yet. Okay. All right. Got a pun every track. Yeah. Except for one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I know, and, uh, this one didn't really do much. It didn't look, like, I, I was kind of getting bored, honestly. Mm. Yeah. This <laughs> one, it had uh, there were a lot of like bleeps and bloops. This was the one where I was kind of like, I'm pretty sure that's guitar. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. Uh, there was like a trap beat hidden in there too. Um, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, the first time you hear clean vocals is in the song, the track too. Right. And not that, not that we're looking for clean vocals. I don't, I don't give a fuck if they're clean vocals or not. Like, I mean, I don't give a fuck. It's there if you're looking for it. But right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is that I like harsh vocals. I like growling vocals. I like clean vocals. It's just in the song, it's the clean vocals, and it does sound a lot like Lincoln Park. Yeah. I feel like, at least for me, when we get clean vocals in stuff, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll talk about later when we hit uh, the Isis album, Mm -hmm. um, the clean vocals still kind of have, like, a little bit of, like, gruff or edge to them. Like, it's similar Mm -hmm. to, like, Neurosis or stuff like Mm -hmm. that. When you're hearing it, it's like, it sounds like dudes who just got done screaming. Yeah. Yeah. And this this one's just like it's really sweet singing. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of jarring. Whatever. I mean, if you listen to any screamo record, I'm sorry, not screamo because people. I'll say screamo. If you listen to any more record where they have like like screaming in it, you'll have that one dude that can sing sweetly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a requirement. But yeah, I do think that that type of singing is a carryover from that like mm-hmm. metalcore from the 2000s. Uh, like I'm going with, saying. like, even the straight-up the straight open, open D, because it means open C. That's what I'm hearing. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I don't <laughs> You're never going to figure it out. No. <laughs> I don't have keep them. guessing. Uh, yeah, but uh, op- open notes with the, with the, gen- gen, but, you know, that's mm-hmm. a lot of this record. A lot of it. It's like there are breakdowns of every fucking verse. And not, mm-hmm. not, and, you know, then they, they, and they, they bring in a, uh, a looped uh, electronic, um, a electronic thing which bugs the shit out of me, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. That's <sighs> you know what a lot of this reminded me of. Did you ever play those newer Doom games, like the reboot? Uh-huh, yeah, I did. I did play one of them. Yeah, yeah. the music kind of sounds like that of this like mashing together of electronic music and uh, metal. Yeah, it's this one, and I guess I'd say, which which one do you like more? More? I don't know. Listening to this, I think I like the Doom. Of the reboots, I like 2016 more than I like Eternal. But my favorite Doom okay. game is Doom One. Um, well, it's got to be right? the original. Yeah, it's got to be. Um, uh, when we went the Frutality. Frutality. Um, yeah. but yeah, this one, this was one where I kind of had, I started having issues with some of the lyrical content. Yeah. Um, because yeah. you know you've got disillusionment with the world whatever that's that's like a thing but this one's like uh the best way to handle it is to kill yourself is what i'm getting from it it seemed pretty pro-suicide yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there Stuff like are got a, a few gun to my brain and i here. swear i won't miss yeah it, um, I th- it, this is the first time he mentions a grave because he mentions graves several times like to me like i don't think i've ever written the word grave in a song but it shows up like six or seven times on this record like yeah, I mean, but it's a metal album. <laughs> okay. Is it, though? <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. I guess first listening would be like, this is metal. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, this one is definitely sick and basically sick of living in this world of shit. There is a way out. That's talking about suicide, right? There's mm-hmm. a way out. Fuck the future. There's a way out. I'm gone. Um, but yeah, this... This is the one that sounded like Power Man 5000. At the beginning. At the beginning, yeah, because he's started. Uh, but right around the minute mark, something. actually has, I think, a really cool riff. Yeah, I made I made sure to put it in the sampler because, like, actually, that was really that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, 
it, yeah, it does. It does have this one has some riffage for sure. The one the riffage that Dave was talking about on the mm-hmm. song. Yeah, and I I don't really have anything more to say except um, I, what I wrote, hear my lyrics right. Uh, yeah, the world sucks. Destroy because you included that in there too. The dis- <laughs> destroy. Um, uh-huh. Open palm mute Tweedle. Uh, and I go, even hate priest songs have an arc of redemption. <laughs> and then I also said <laughs> virtuosic guitar playing because there's a lot of uh, guitar hero ship in, in this song, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at some point I'll send you some like Instagram clips so you can like see what he's doing because you can't really yeah. hear it. Like, yeah. Or like, I feel like when I'm just like listening to stuff and not seeing it, especially when it's like really virtuosic stuff, I'm just kind of like, I don't get how impressive that is. Yeah. And you watch it and like, oh my god. Um, But yeah, this one, I even wrote like, the catchy clean vocals catch me off guard every time. Mm -hmm. They do. Because like, the heavier parts of this are so heavy that when something catchy comes in, it's just, it's like a jump scare. I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting a melody here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I don't hate it. It's just, it doesn't jive well to me. It doesn't mix to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that, uh, there are plenty of bands out there that makes, uh, ma- makes big, heavy, aggressive vocals with singing. I, I listen to tons of them. Right. But, uh, but I don't feel like they did it well. Uh, this one also has, like, an elevator music break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm with you on that. It's just, it's just there. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's there's a few uh, electro breaks in this whole thing, in this whole record, too, because uh, very electric, because uh, some of it sounds like almost Nintendo Core, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to go to Dingleberries, which is not about um, uh, Pugin suck your butt. Yeah, <laughs> it's about like coming after someone and making them suffer. And by the way, the, my first note on this song is really going hard in the fruit puns. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, uh, this has a this one has a familiar um, lyrics about pain, violence, and suffering. Also, open palm mute, drangle, drangle, drangle. Mm-hmm. And there's also a glitchy vocoded synth break in this, too. Yeah, this one was really glitchy sounding. Yeah. And I think part of what makes it sound so glitchy is the, like, the volume between, like, not, like, notes. It, like, it goes mm-hmm. from, like, zero to on. Like, it, I think it's what makes it sound so, like, glitchy and digital mm-hmm. is, like, it's just, like, it sounds, like, off, on, off, on. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's really jarring i guess i don't know my i can't quite wrap my brain around it i think i just think i just think most parents would hate this most parents (laughs) i think my parents hate it oh yeah (laughs) blasting from your brother's bedroom how Mm. how uh how much uh what's the difference between you two it's like two and a half years okay that sounds right okay um yeah (laughs) okay i thought this one uh this one i think sounded more the most bucket head e because he had mentioned him in the the intro that he likes it because it sounds yeah. bucket heady i think this was the closest to sounding like some some bucket head riffs but would you uh would you fight would you fight him on that though that this sounds like Buckethead? head no this like no no like more like like uh you, you mentioned Buckethead is like a big thing all over this record do you hear it anywhere else I hear it like I hear it in the guitar playing. Like I think the guitar playing is informed okay. by Buckethead stuff, but I I don't know if I would recommend this to somebody who's like I like Buckethead. 
and I don't know if I'd be like, well, this should be where you go next. Because, like, there's, there's similarity. I, maybe, I mean, maybe it just depends on what you're looking for in Buckethead. Like, if you're like, I want to hear fucking crazy guitar riffs, then I'd be like, okay, maybe check this out. The instrumental one. Okay. The, this one, also, talking about killing, killing someone who you thought was your friend, I guess. I showed you love, treat you like you're a brother. It's fixed you are the pain is real. Okay, dude. Your days are numbered, which is the one where you're like, okay, he's going to kill someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> feel I think in this dumpster. Betr- you know, betrayed by somebody, so you got to torture them or something. Yeah, a lot of that in this. Like, like he tells out what he's going to do. Like, you know, he tells them what you, that he's going to do to you, which is not necessarily something I want to fe- hear from someone who's my husband. <laughs> you know, like... Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So... I, I don't know if maybe she, uh, it'd be interesting if she wrote some of the lyrics for him. I'd like to maybe I'd like maybe to I'll see look into it. Yeah, but Dingleberries, uh, that that record, that song. Yeah. Um, you, <laughs> Barry's alive. The, the you know kind of the titular track. And that the titular track. Um, <laughs> he's the t- like when anyone tells about being blue. That to me that album that that that's that that, that doesn't fit like like the the anger in the song like when you're feeling blue to me feeling blue is like something children use or grown like grown adults use when they're saying they're not feeling they're feeling sad. I got a like, case I'm of the feeling, Mondays. Yeah, um, the the verse the intro and verse of this thing I thought was so fucking obnoxious, <laughs> so obnoxious, like in the. This is, I was talking about this a little because there is a difference between interesting and obnoxious, and these guys write the line hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm sorry, uh, David, you're probably screaming at me. You probably hate me. I, uh, I didn't speak on the wedding either. I should have. I should have said hi. Yeah, but, you um, should have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to me, this this is probably, between this and Solar Melon, has the most obnoxious parts of it mm. when where they're doing a, a midi run or maybe guitar right and it it's just it's obnoxious to me is this um, the, is that where it sounds like video game music uh, yeah uh, well we get into more of that too in arm strawberry but in Barry's alive um there was also some clean singing in this right mm-hmm. which was jarring uh more suicide talk and this, which, one this was a weird one because i was listening to it and it sounds like he's singing about somebody who did it from yeah. personal experience so it feels anti-suicide even though he's yeah. like some of the lines are like really blunt about it like yeah. <laughs> i can't remember but it's like you know you took a blade across your wrist stuff like that and it's like oh so now you're now it's anti-suicide because you know yeah. someone who did it yeah and it's and like, that, but then so just... how do you in good conscience write something yeah. like what was it slaughter melon yeah. Or was it Fritality? Yeah, so no, it was Fritality. It was Fritality. It was, it was talking about putting someone in a dumpster, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> that fr- was the last one, too. No, Fritality is the suicide one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was Fritality. We talked about there was a way out. Right? Yeah. Oh. So, it like, it's really weird when, like, it just kind of, like, bounces between those where it's like, how in good conscience do you write pro-suicide stuff when you're obviously affected by real suicide stuff? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's it was f- weird. That stuff flowing into a grave, which that's you know it's throughout this whole thing. Um, 
and went to stuff about going into a grave or floating in a grave. And this one is the first one that has a really big electro break. Like, like just part where it goes straight up electronic for a good minute, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, a lot of it's a lot of it's really jarring. Um, I really like the ending riff in this song. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think d- despite being the title track, this might be one of the the worst ones on here. And I think it's just <laughs> it's too many ideas that don't quite like mesh together, mm-hmm. where it it just kind of feels like bad songwriting. Where yeah. it's like, it doesn't matter how many cool riffs you throw at something. Like, if they don't go together, they don't go together. And so it's like, is the electronics, is it ironic? Is it supposed to be a joke? Is he being serious about it? Like, the, all of these were kind of like going through my head where I was, and I was just like, ah, you know what? Uh, it's just, I think it's just too much. Yeah, I don't like Barry's Alive. Uh, do you like Arm Strawberry more? I think it's my favorite title. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite title, too. Um, this one also, uh, when it comes, we'll get through the lyrics real quick. Just more violence, <laughs> like specifically like, more gun violence. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he says um, he does say the line, "Heart full of hate, trunk full of weapons," which I thought was I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. It's bad, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know something about just like. Singing about gun violence just made me, in my mind, think, like, this guy's mad. Like, this guy's a failed school shooter. He's too old to actually be a school shooter now, but he still fantasizes about it. He can still be a mass shooter if you wanted to be. That's true, but it's not the same. It's true. There's a different connotation. Um, But uh, this one has a really Nintendo Core breakdown with clean vocals in this one. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, just straight up, like, also... a lot of styles that were the same, like songs that, like I said, open, open, you know, there's a bunch of that just throughout this whole record. So there is riffage, but to me it's, it's, it's indistinguishable from another riff in this record. Mm. Like, which is, which is a problem. Right. Where like, if it's it's not like memorable, you're not remembering it. So what's the, I remember, I remember being impressive to play and guitar, but Mm -hmm. I don't remember the actual riff itself. Uh, I, this one, I think, about, like, the midpoint of this song has another one of those, like, really cool standout riffs that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you put those in here? Because it made me less angry. I could ready to turn to this thing, because <laughs> there, there were good riffs in there. And you're right. Stuff's yeah, going to be like, fuck yeah. It's yeah. kind of a, it is kind of a weird experience where, I remember listening, I listened to it uh, a couple of times, but it was like, there'd been some time between when I listened to it and when I made the sampler Mm -hmm. and like in the time between, I think I convinced myself I was more annoyed by it than I was. (laughs) And then I was making the sampler and I was kind of like, Oh shit. Yeah. That was cool. Oh, that was cool. You're right. That was cool. And then I've softened on it after my passive listen today. Mm -hmm. So maybe, I don't know, maybe like acclimating myself to it a little bit more was helpful. What's just like the next year we like, this was our favorite record that we, ever talked about <laughs> yeah like i don't know maybe becoming more familiar because it is pretty chaotic like there's a lot mm-hmm. of chaos well, I, and crazy I, I and nothing think... quite to like grab on to for too yeah. long yeah it's not a rifle right after all um but um <laughs> do you want to talk about like the the one ballad i guess or uh what's blueberry? that blueberry there yeah. i think there's there's two ballads on here yeah yeah uh blueberry it sounded like uh, i was exploring a level of mr journey this is what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. 
um because it's it's and also old school music like it has one of those like yeah you made old school music that was like it sounded like you're in a cave you know that's what yeah. it also sounded like you and know? this was another one that kind of borrowed lyrics from an earlier track mm-hmm. um where he repeats some lyrics from Barry's Alive. Um, but it's more of kind of like a techno track. He, he does that all, like several times, by the way, when it comes to borrowing lyrics. Like, uh, we'll get to that. But, um, and I don't yeah, know if he's, it's, maybe it's meant to just kind of keep things connected. Uh, yeah. But it seems weird that they squeezed Arm Strawberry in between that. Because <laughs> yeah, it it's like you forget about the lyrics and then they come back and you're like, wait a minute. He said that yeah. before, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but this one, it this one kind of feels, since it is just kind of like a techno track that kind of repeats itself. It feels like it goes a little long. Like it could just be mm-hmm. like an interlude track or something like that. But it's yeah. I think like almost like a full four minutes. It's the second song I mentioned. Graves, by the way. Mm-hmm. You were keeping <laughs> tears count. are falling into your. We gotta have a little uh, just, grave yeah. counter what, in I, the upper corner. Yeah, instead of the fuck word, I'm doing graves in this one. Yeah. Um, by the, by the way, I, I, you're gonna. I'm. I feel bad saying this. I do like that fucking new uh, uh, Olivia Rodrigo song. I do. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I even uh, when I went to Mills on Saturday, I mm. walked by and stood it and stared for a good ten seconds. That Olivia Rodrigo, uh, Sour, is on vinyl, like twenty five bucks, and I was like, Sour has like three good songs on it. Yeah, yeah, and I, was I like, think that, I think like, wasn't that what we decided? It was all the stuff that was trying to be pop punk was the good stuff. Yeah, but I still like some of the stuff that's not pop punk too. Oh my! I, God. I like Driver's License. I, I liked it way more than you did. Um, but anyway, we're moving on from <laughs> Rodrigo. <laughs> I almost bought, I did not almost buy it, but I just stare at it. And the, you know, Taylor Swift was uh, in here Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. and that was all everyone was talking about. Is Taylor Swift in town? That's and all I, everyone's you know, been I, talking I about since she's been on tour. Yeah, uh, what she was in KC, and uh, I turn on the, you know, I go to KCTV five, and the guys in line, seeing people that were been in line for the merch line for Taylor Swift since five a.m. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> the names. Yeah, yeah. The merch line for but, King yeah. Giz was pretty crazy too. They had like oh, multiple yeah? merch yeah. booths with like lines going all the way around the Hollywood Bowl. Did you get a little bit of that merch line? I did. And it only took like 20, 20 minutes to get through. That's good. So they were able to get, to get through pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, but I would say there King were probably about was... 200 people in line in front of me. What'd you get? A t shirt. Oh, yeah, I got Yeah. It's a pretty sick shirt. Yeah. Do you like the new King Giz record? It's pretty good. Yeah. They went back to the, yeah, the yeah. more metal style, but they got like, they upped the campiness in it. Yeah. yeah, I heard people had problems with that part of it. They they went more camp, but I, I do think the King Gizzards are their own thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like to me, they're like, like critics can lambast them, but diehards like you're going to find something like about it. Right. Yeah. Anyway, peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, peer pressure. Peer pressure, uh, which is a great pun. I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um this one, this, so this one is the one back. I had the issue with the clean vocals. It sounded uh-huh. like southern rock or kind of like country singing or like what was what would you call that genre of music? It's in the two thousands, but it's like you know how like Stained sing. You remember the band Stained? Oh yeah, everything yeah, I can't <laughs> of course, I remember Stained. Yeah, 
<laughs> it sounded like that post grunge maybe yeah alt country but not in the like yeah. hank williams alt country way i don't know hard to describe i couldn't get on yeah, the this kind of saying the and then it's and then it's weird that it's over like this kind of like glitchy backing track yeah and that, that's what that's when i was talking about uh, not having a true sound that's what i was talking about like mm. like in not saying that they're talented and i guess just someone told me this it's like it sounds like buried alive i probably could do that but again to me this record is not as cohesive as i guess i like but th- th- right. i'm wrong maybe maybe i'm wrong right but i but this is not a record made for me mm-hmm. at all. Um, uh, but this one, you know, talks about pain and suffering, you know, strain and scars. You're fake in the grave again. Mm-hmm. About the grave. You got murdering on uh, him mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I think the pre-chorus had a pretty cool little riff in it. And one thing I weirdly liked was mm-hmm. the the sound of the keyboards they used. Because they mm-hmm. sound cheesy, but it's the exact same setting that they use in, like, dark ambient or, like... You ever listen to, like, some of that second wave black metal stuff where they make... They um, have, like, a, a track where they do, like, a, a, you know, a little, like, goth dark ambient thing mm-hmm. yeah, on yeah, a black metal fun. album? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was that exact <laughs> setting, so I'm listening to it. I'm like, that's the goth synth. That's the goth keyboard. Yeah, which I really love when you said that because that's what... That's, like like... It's it's kind of ridiculous, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that, that second wave goth stuff or the, not second wave second wave black metal stuff because you see these dudes in quartz paint they're all over here on top of a of a keyboard and you're like this is this is fun yeah <laughs> that's cute <laughs> you know this is cute um god jam it god jam it uh god jam- just more of a dying depression general <laughs> sadness vibe yeah but this one had so many weird things in it like at the end of this i wrote the song's a fucking journey because it starts off with like that general sadness vibe and then the chorus mm-hmm. sounds like a blink 182 chorus and then right yeah a sexy guitar solo shows up and then it has an ha- <laughs> a happy edm jam in it yeah and i'm like what yeah, the Richie, fuck is happening is yeah, this a mr bungle song yeah i said deal with electric mini sounding guitar and then i said synthy guitar or guitar synth I don't oh, know. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it does. I, I've been thinking about Mr. Bungle a lot lately. Really, I just weird that you brought that up. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know what I've been thinking about them. But yeah, yeah, dude. God damn it, dude. It's it's death, misery, pain with a happy EDM, happy mm-hmm. hardcore, and um, a little bit of like uh, blink vocals. You know, it didn't. It wouldn't sound out of place. Yeah, there's a lot of just different things kind of thrown into this the the blender for this track like you would in a good jam right mm-hmm i got it uh, is it a god jam <laughs> rest in peaches hard score ballad uh, so yeah this one's the ballad track on here yeah um but uh, so the thing we've talked about it already one of my biggest issues with the album is the tone and this might be the uh-huh. worst acoustic guitar tone i've ever heard <laughs> it yeah, sounds it sounds like it's from an old like casio keyboard set to acoustic guitar like it's mm-hmm. 
It's bad. It just Very sounds bad. so weird to me. And it's like, how do you get a guitar, how do you get an acoustic guitar and, to to sound like that? Like that, I guess that's impressive, but it, it makes me <laughs> think they threw like a pickup on a an acoustic guitar and then put that directly into the computer. Like no mics touched this album, which until the vocals. And yeah, I'm with you on that. Also, the chorus. I mean, the the lyrics to this are just like "fuck you." Fuck all you know. Fuck all you said. All I ever wanted was a hole in my head. Or all you I had this was a song hole stuck head. in my head all day. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> did you want to put a hole in your head after that? Yeah. Um, because that's that's all I ever wanted. <laughs> um, so, and also more gun imagery. Never been more grateful for the round in this clip. I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, Who calls it a clip? Yeah. Like, <laughs> who do you think you are? <laughs> Yeah, who the fuck do you think you are, man? Uh, but yeah, it's. It, I'm 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 kind of weird. Uh, I'd love to see his closet and see if he actually has guns in there, and maybe if, recommend they get taken away. I mean, if the, yeah, <laughs> if the government's doing their jobs, this dude should not be allowed to buy a gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, I didn't really like this track, but I do I like th- the second. Yeah, I think uh, "Rest in Peaches" is probably my least favorite. Really, any time he kind of like slowed down a little too much, mm-hmm. is where I started to to lose interest. Because if I'm but here the, for crazy riffage and all that crazy stuff, like when he slows down, it's kind of like oh. But anyway, I'm crazy, letting go. If you want, if you want crazy riffage, go to I'm letting go, which is mm-hmm. the only song without a pun in the title, which is a shame because it's my favorite song on the record. And it's kind of a continuation of the last track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. He's, he's, he's got the, he's, I mean, he's got the same lyrics. Yeah, except they mentioned about a forsaken soldier, which is weird. They just add that part, and they're like, okay, that's the new part you're adding to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, I this is, should be called, uh, fuck you, uh, yeah, sorry, uh, what was the last one? Peaches and Dream? What was rest the last in one Peaches. Called? Oh, rest in Peaches. Yeah, this should be called, this is Rest in Peaches Part 2 to me. Mm-hmm. It, it, I really feel like that's what it is. That's what they should have called it because it's the only track without a... Unless there's something I'm missing from the track, it's the only one without a pun in the title. about fruit, it, it does not right? have a pun that I can figure out. Maybe the humor's uh, too elevated. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm just not smart enough to... I'm just too dumb to figure it out. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, I'm letting go. Uh, I, this, kinda, this is my very you know, suicide again, but I can't quite figure out yeah. if it's pro or anti. Uh, I agree on the riffage. It also I, has a, it has also look how good I am at guitar solo in it. Nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong. I mean, sure, if it if it leads the song, right? Um, <laughs> but to me, I'm not sure it did. But I do like this song. This is my favorite mm-hmm. song on the record. Honestly, it's also to me like the heaviest. It has like a little sing along moment uh, that I thought might be some of the worst lyrics on the album, which is the, the mm. scream along if you're falling apart. <laughs> which is like, man, dude's going to shout that at a concert, and I'm going to, uh, that would be the moment I'd just be like, ugh. Uh, yeah. And maybe people would scream along if they felt it, though. They'd do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, yeah, everyone here is not me. Um, <laughs> but you want to move on the last track, Berry Blast? Berry which, Blast. by the way, has over a million plays on Spotify. Holy crap. Like, yeah, this is a big... The, the, the song that played the most. I'm guessing this showed up on somewhere on TikTok. 
I'm gonna guess it did. Either that or it was on a uh it could have been on like a progressive metal playlist or something. Oh yeah. That's how that's um, how a lot of like just random songs get a lot of listens. And it's you know, when I saw it it's berry blast like you like a berry, like a strawberry, but shouldn't it be B E A R blast? Like like shouldn't it be berry blast with a bear? Like B E A R instead so that's of not a, that's not a fruit pun, that's a that's a bear pun. You're right. Fuck. But this, but also, I don't think this is a pun though. It's just berry blast. It's like a Mountain Dew flavor or something. <laughs> um, man, um, they've been coming out with some really cool ones though. You know, yeah. Something about it. <laughs> like every time I go to the store and I see something new, I'm like, I'm gonna try that because that's the dude I am. Damn. And also, now they've got I'm you. A, they've got you locked in. They've got you I'm, wrapped I'm, around dude, their finger. They do, but I'm, I'm one of those dudes that if I like, I'm a grown ass man. And you know, for example, uh, a long time ago, I got this cereal. I passed it up in the aisle. It was Sour Patch Kids cereal. I'm like, if I was a child, my parents would never let me get that, right? Mm-hmm. Because the the it looks awful, but I got it, and it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't bad. <laughs> I got it because I was I was like we was out of town, and I'm like I'm an adult. I can do this if I want to, which is also kind of like something a kid would do if they had like twenty bucks their parents gave them. Right. I did <laughs> anyway. Baby blast. Um, it's a. Uh, this sound, this is the track that made me think this is very Gen Z. Mm. I don't know why. This so I the feeling I got from this one, you know, he's like kind of enjoying someone falling apart, like almost like watching them through social media falling apart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is he mad at his like old manager at Best Buy or something? <laughs> uh, but then I was like, well, maybe this could be like a former band member of or something, like talking yeah. shit on Twitter. Um, but it, a lot of it just kind of feels like he's playing out these like scenarios in his head of just like, mm-hmm. you know, this dude's life fall- is falling apart, but it's like, he's always thinking about me and I'm, I'm kicking ass <laughs> and he yeah, sucks it's, now. It is a weird one. I'm moving mountains as you point the point. Um, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, he's just talking to someone and like, I imagine if the person knows about this band and they'd be like, this song's probably about me. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure they know. Yeah. Like, this feels like it's an yeah. active like diss track, and it's like I, mm-hmm. I badly want to know what the gossip is. You know, I want someone to tell me what the where the beef is at. May all of you that you're painting thoughts you suppress keep eating away until there's none of you left. Which, ugh, I hate that was words. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, uh, and then it ends with a little little thank you message. Yeah, and uh, if you fucking catch, everyone loses, which I guess is a joke I'm supposed to laugh at. I think it's a Chappelle Show reference. Oh, is it? Okay. There's a part where he says "fuck your couch." I think I don't know. Uh, I don't Me know my Chappelle quotes. With that, but but yeah, like, you uh, know, twenty years after the show ended. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like thank you messages at the end of things. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I get thank you messages at the beginning of every movie I go to the theater. Like I saw a Mission Impossible last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw an early screening of it, and uh, Chris McCoy, the director, and Tom Cruise thanked us for going to the theater to see it. Which, if you're gonna see Mission Impossible, you had to see it in theater. I'm with oh, you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then, by the way, it was dope. <laughs> it really was I wanna, dope. I want to see it. Yeah, you're gonna like it. Or you might just text me up saying you were fucking wrong. But uh, I got. I, I, I like, like the. Since I'm with early asking string, they gave me. 
Oh, I love them too. Uh, everything that goes protocol has been pretty pretty good. Um, so they when mm-hmm. you, when I went, they gave me a poster and I'm never gonna put up. It's like this big, and then they gave me a, a metal pin, which is the IMF pin because it's part of the IMF. And I didn't know this, but IMF stands for Impossible Mission Force. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh huh. I forgot about that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's you little pin that shows like that. Uh, you know your job. They interview and they're like. Previous experience, you just point the pin that you have in your belt. Impossible mission <laughs> force. But um, yeah, that they gave it to you somewhere in my car. Uh, but I don't know if I'm gonna use it. I might give it away. Yeah, because I I don't know. There are people out there that collect enamel pins. I'm mm-hmm. not one of those dudes. I'm not gonna be able to do that. Yeah, you can put it on like a fanny pack or something. But yeah, then I have to get a fanny pack. Nothing wrong with I, those that. Are gonna, How you carry those your are stuff. Back to, yeah, uh, pockets. Um, but no. yeah, you're a dude. No, uh, do you have fanny pack? You do, don't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you? I wear didn't buy one. Front? I got it for free from uh, our uh, the public transport was doing like a grand opening, and I won a fanny pack. Do you wear it in the front or the back? Uh, I wear it slung over my shoulder. Oh, so like, like a satchel, like like like, like a yeah. mustard. Mm-hmm. That's the cool way to do it. I think if you're gonna do it, that's the best way to do it. I think. Do you keep your phone and stuff in there? Yeah, I usually I used to use it for when I was going on like walks and stuff. Okay. Oh, by the way, new headphones I noticed. Oh yeah, these are my fancy uh, Sennheiser Studio headphones. When did you get them? A couple months ago. Okay, because uh, I feel like last time you did it was still with the with the uh, iPhone headphones. Last time yeah, just podcast. the earbud. It was it was still easier to do. Um, but I'm trying right. these out this time. Uh, but How's it, I think the last out? couple record nights, I've I've listened to the music with these. Mm. How's it? Is it? How's it working out with the podcast? Oh, like recording it. It sounds it sounds great, and because they're <laughs> open air ones, so they let sound oh, yeah. in too. Uh, so the sound's more okay. natural. Um, I feel like I'm not talking too loud because I'm not like trapped in here, you know. Oh yeah, I got you. That's that's Barry Barry's Alive by Barry Alive, twenty eighteen. Uh, thanks, David. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the suggestion. Sorry, uh, sorry, it I'm got sorry absolutely she... demolished. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm the one who talks shit most. Shit. I'm I'm sorry, dude. I kind of, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, you know. Next time, if I ever see you again, I will. I will tell you about. We'll talk about Barry's alive, and mm-hmm. you can demolish me or Barry. You can demolish me and why for not liking it. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Make up for it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's a uh, that's Barry's alive by Barry. And would you listen to this again? I'm gonna try the instrumental one. Like I'm, okay. I'm interested. I think in hearing the instrumental albums. Uh, okay. Because I mean, David sent me enough of his like videos that I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool, but I want to hear this riff in context i guess okay i'm with you we'll okay see. Man. all right uh let's uh, let's talk about um isis you know what i i could talk about isis but i could let my brother talk about ISIS. So I think i'm gonna let matt talk about isis hi my name is matt and the record i've chosen for today's topic was isis panopticons uh, isis were together from 9 1997 2010 and the record i'm talking about is their third full length called panopticon um, ISIS consists of Aaron Turner, who, you know, you guys might know nowadays. He's a front dude of Sumac, you know, I'm fucking sick. Anyways, Aaron Turner, Jeff Caxide, Aaron Harris, Michael Gallagher, and Brian Clifford Meyer. That's the, that's the lineup I'm talking about. They have some other dude who did a lot of electronics, you know, back in the, like, 
their 90s days, but, you know, the, the core group I'm talking about now is those 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 five guys. Um, way I got to my way I got to this band was um, I was reading Alternative Press and they asked Chip Pyatt's Chief Thrice what his favorite records were, and uh, actually Oceanic by ISIS was one of the one of the ones listed. So that, that initially got me interested in him. He he did little blurbs, epic crushing, you know, all, uh, and things like that. You know, you kind of. Uh, kind of got me interested you know like i was just gonna check it off because it's a band i'd never heard of based off of a you know a musician who you know it's like i think thrice from my favorite band at the time so anyway, i ordered oceanic off the internet uh and it came and i listened to it i liked it all right you know i thought it was pretty cool you know uh you know interesting you know that i'd never heard post metal before and i wasn't even familiar with post rock at the time so a lot of stuff you know it was my first uh, you know exposure to like that type of music i guess um, I liked it enough to pick up their follow-up, 2004's Panopticon, and, uh, that record blew my fucking mind. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what it was that wasn't connecting, uh, but, you know, I, uh, I, you know, after, you know, like, it, I was driving home from my girlfriend's place one day, and I had it on, and, uh, you know, I, I liked it enough, but for some reason, it really, it really connected with me. On that on that particular drive, I remember what happened. I, I I'm not even sure what it was. I think the song um, "Backlit" was uh, finishing up, and I'm I'm not sure what happened to me, but I felt like I just fell in love with this record. I liked it, and, and you know, and overall, maybe like Oceanic more, but Panopticon is my favorite record by my favorite band. Um, if someone asked me, "Hey Matt, uh, describe post metal to me," I'd be like, "Just listen to Panopticon. It's the perfect post metal record." It's my favorite record, and uh, yeah, uh, Chris and Ryan are going to talk about it, and I'm excited to hear it. But before we talk this about record, it, fucking sucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we talk about, it, let's listen to the sampler. Here's this is Panopticon.
about Um So I, I have one thing I want to say about it. Just the elder statesman of best post metal work you've ever written. And then also this also because there's hardly any relation on this thing, but it's so fucking epic. It's mm-hmm. so heavy. I found they tuned the beat. The beat standard, by the way. All right, sweet. My guitar's going to B then. Yeah. <laughs> because I want this tone, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want this tone big time. Uh, you. I mean, you mentioned, like, how few lyrics they are. there are, but it's cool that within, you know, seven songs, a little bit amount of lyrics, like, they managed to kind of, like, really thoroughly explore the concept of Panopticon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys know what like, Panopticon pop- 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 is, it is a... Uh, I guess a theoretical prison or a, a it's, way yeah, it's theoretical. that a theoretical prison to where uh, the um, you can see the whole prison uh, from above. I guess the, the, the way I saw it done, to where the, you can see the prisoners, but they cannot see you. But you can see the, all of them where they're at. So it's theoretical. So it's about surveillance. This record. Yeah, it's basically like the person watching can see could be looking at anybody at all times and the mm. reason it works is because you don't know if you're being watched or not yeah. so you have yeah. like the suspicion that you're being watched at all all times there's a really cool uh wikipedia page on that it's itself not just this record but the, mm-hmm. but the idea of panopticon and it's it's a great name for a record too that's yeah. what i say uh um, so i mean i've i've listened to this listened to this band ever since you know they were around um yeah i th- one of the earlier cds i ever bought was the remixes of oceanic because i thought it oh, was yeah. the real uh oceanic. the real oceanic and i was like oh this sounds weird <laughs> but um <laughs> isis is one of those bands that i always forget i like so i don't yeah. listen to them very often mm-hmm. uh, so i was i was really stoked when uh, your brother picked this one because i was like oh yeah isis of course i fucking <laughs> yeah. forgot about that band yeah um, but i was talking to my brother earlier and he's like well what did what did chris's brother pick and i was like well mm-hmm. he picked isis and he's like what's that and so i was trying to describe <laughs> it with bands he's heard of and i was like okay so imagine there's like a spectrum right and on one end of the spectrum is neurosis and on the other end of the spectrum is pelican and mm-hmm. isis is right in the middle like, if there was a Venn diagram of those two bands, where they crossed would be what Isis sounds like. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, so, you've heard Panopticon before, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. hmm Yeah. And so, you, when I saw you, when I mentioned it to you, I could tell you were like, oh, yeah, I get to tell you, we, we tell something I do like. Um, yeah. Uh, is, is, of the Isis you've heard, which I'm guessing a lot, is this your favorite Isis record? No, I think I still think I like Oceanic more, but I also that's, haven't. That, that, that's a common um, thing people say. Well, uh, well, we can kind of get into it now since it's kind of like an overall thing. Uh, yeah, I think Oceanic kind of like grooves more. Like if you compare mm-hmm. the two opening tracks, like it's kind of it's it's like slightly heavier. It mm-hmm. uh, so it leans a little more onto like the metal side of it, mm-hmm. um, and this this album they jam a little bit right mm-hmm. they do the jamming mm-hmm. thing and i think uh it doesn't really like build the like a lot of like post rock or post metal like that all kind of like builds to a thing mm-hmm. a lot of their jamming stuff on this album doesn't build too much so it can if you're not in the mood for it it can kind of come off as like meandery 
Yeah. Where I, it kind of, it, it kind of like, it rests maybe for a little bit too long. Um, yeah, and I kind of blame the, the building part. I build that on, I blame that on explosions in the sky because they're the best at it, mm-hmm. a building. It's or a, a Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Uh, yeah, they just, they build to a payoff. And the Crescendo uh, Core. Yeah, yeah, Crescendo Core. And I just didn't really do that, which is probably why my brother likes him so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, he listens, for a while, all he listened to was post-rock. Like, that was ex- his shit. That's all he listened to. Like, he loves, you know, obviously, he loves explosions. He loves, um, he loves Pelican. Loves Pelican. Mm-hmm. Rosetta, you know? And ISIS are the elder statesmen. They've been there for a while, and they're the... One the, with neurosis, they're like the the pioneers of post metal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, but Panopticon, uh, I remember when he got this. Actually, I was there when he bought it. <laughs> uh, we bought. I think that and um, Francis the Mute. Francis oh, the nice. Mute the same That's a, what a good good record yeah. trip. Well, <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, actually, it was Francis the Mute the week before it came out. You mm-hmm. guys see Warehouse? Like I have a Francis the Mute, and you just want to pick it up now i'm like uh yeah so i picked <laughs> we got francis the mute and panopticon the same day at the sea house um but but um yeah so it's a pretty good trip right <laughs> like just to go there um but yeah uh the so is this your things, favorite isis then yes okay. yes 100 um i've been wanting to uh honestly uh, during the uh the sampler i was like i should explore wavering radiant Again, oh, I, I've my never given it liked, its fair shake. Matt really likes William Radiant. He likes most ISIS records, but uh, for a while he was saying William Radiant was his favorite, mm-hmm. which is okay. You know? um, but uh, one of the things I want to talk about is the first song, So Did We, which is such a good opening track. Yeah, they, ISIS nails opening tracks. Like, yeah. They come in heavy and crunchy, uh, and they, they like open with it in, in a way that you're like, yeah okay what i'm like it, it perks your ears up and you're like i need to keep listening to this and one of the things about isis when it comes to their their heaviness it's so beautiful they're mm-hmm. one of the few bands that can make heaviness sound beautiful and they do like 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 um i could i couldn't say the same about electric wizard mm-hmm. but i can definitely say the same about isis um because they're beautifully heavy and then even when they in in they they had some harsh they had some you know growling vocals in the beginning but, but the, when they do sing, it's like a bellow. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's the chords that they choose and stuff like that that it. I I think that's why this something like this kind of music would be called like post metal. Like this is what mm-hmm. the genre sounds like versus where sometimes you know like Neurosis or someone like that. Like they lean into post metal, but they're people are like they're sludge metal is what they call mm-hmm. it is because their their music sounds uglier like there's not this mm. kind of like underlying beauty or prettiness to it like it all just kind of sounds like it's ugly yeah yeah and but, but so did we like i remember uh i, I actually listened to i i just back in the seas were burned no actually mm. I, I think i knew the shit my ipod remember that so with this on my ipod and i remember i was driving home uh, from Denison, Texas, my girlfriend lived there, uh, just like an hour away, and um, we're driving home with her in the car, and she's like, "Who is this?" I'm like, "This is fucking ISIS." Yeah, and I was like, "Cause the first time I was listening to that record too." Um, and she was like and, the terrorist group. Yeah, yeah. 
This is before, you know I feel really bad for ISIS because you know they broke up in 2010 before ISIL and ISIS was a thing. Mm-hmm. So now it's like really get back together. Could they go on tour? Uh, they got I mean? back together and they toured as Celestial, or they played they a show one, as Celestial. Yeah, played one show as Celestial. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Aaron Turner says now ISIS will never get back together. This is yeah. something he's told told the press. Which uh, well, I, I called my brother up when they that's did fine. Break up. Botch he's, said the same thing. Oh, that's true. You're right. It, mm. uh, I told my brother when they when they found they broke up. I called my brother up, and he told me he's like, "Shit, you're lying," because you know, whatever. <laughs> he didn't want to believe it. And then the next day on the uh, a mess board you visited, it said Matteo suicide watch on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so did we. Killer song. Uh, this is I listened to this right after I listened to um, Buried Alive. And I was like, God damn, this is what I want a record to sound like. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to me, it just, it started, it's just so good. Um, but you think that it meanders a bit? I think it can. Like, it's, okay. I I like it. Like, I, I say that as, like, a criticism, but not in, like, a, I couldn't stand this album. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but there, there were times where I was listening to it, and they would kind of, you know, they'd start to kind of, like, get in the groove. Uh, especially mm-hmm. on altered course, like oh, the yeah. longest longest song on here, purely instrumental. It's kind of the same thing throughout the full like ten minutes, and I oh, found my I found my mind wandering, where okay. like I, I felt like I wasn't quite as engaged as I could be. Um, yeah, that that, but, but like, that like, song follows the same idea through the whole way through, and they just do, go through different avenues of it. I could see it not sticking around in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are uh, a couple of points uh, on the album. It's it's only like seven tracks, so mm-hmm. when it's so few tracks, you do kind of realize you start to notice some of the techniques, I guess, that they use. Mm-hmm. Uh, where almost every track, right at the halfway point, you get a mm-hmm. change, and it's everything's yeah. kind of structured like that, where it's like, oh, we're halfway through the song, let's change it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but just things I noticed. These aren't, you know, criticisms. They are criticisms, but they're not like album ruiners or anything like yeah. that. It's just like, this is a thing I noticed. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I really like this one um, because they get they get a really cool groove, and the drums basically mm-hmm. throughout the whole song stay constant, but the mm-hmm. guitars and stuff kind of keep changing, and it's like they're playing with this they're playing with this groove that they have going on um and i, I thought and that it, was really cool yeah and ice isn't really bands that are that they, they have like flourishes but i'm not sure they're a riff based band you know i don't know yeah it's like i don't know if i could like hum a riff if that I, makes I did, sense I, I did find a a riff part that i put in the sampler it's mm-hmm. uh, a couple songs ahead that's the only time I was really able to notice like a riff. You know what I mean? Right. And that's interesting. But, yeah, it, it, it. I think it's just cool. Like it really, like the the focus is on the instruments, but they really kind of like set a mood, and they they get a lot from a little. Like I feel like just with like the tone and how they're playing things and how everything. Yeah, I feel like, like there's a lot of ambient influence in this. You know, a lot of ambient mm-hmm. influence in this uh, in this record. Especially I think in, that's where the the post part of post metal comes from. Is they they is do kind of stuff? yeah they allow some like calmness in there, some repetition yeah. and stuff like that. I, I do like the the lyrics in this. They're pretty 
they're there, but you know, it says like for example, from forest caves and azure skies, we crashed upon this earth. The years, the years they pass, and so do we. Just really like haikuish, like sort of like mm-hmm. uh, just the amount of lyrics. And I, I'm pretty fond of how, what this does with so little lyrics. Like to yeah. me, uh, it, it's it's almost better if it didn't have it. You know what I mean? But no, because I, I I like the lyrics. Like, I guess it doesn't yeah. necessarily need them because the music's so cool. But um, mm-hmm. the they're doing enough interesting stuff with. Uh, the lyrics that it's like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm happy there's lyrics here because I like the the way they explore the mm-hmm. uh, the panopticon. Moving to backlit, mm-hmm. um, kind of the same, but this one has has some really beautiful um, opening sort of yeah. It, it starts off a little. It. It's a little lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the guitar has these like little like country bends in it. Yeah, which is pretty neat. And then we get to, I guess, I'm going to put chorus in quotes because none of these things really have a, a traditional yeah, It's not like structure. a first chorus yeah, structure. Yeah. It's like, but, like a part one, part two structure. Yeah, but it gets fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, again, ISIS aren't a ugly heavy. They're beautiful heavy, and it makes everyone feel good. <laughs> um, this song, to me, is always moving forward, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. Back mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, I like I like the lyric uh, the always object never subject um, <laughs> which I I it feels like it has a double meaning like yeah. you can always like object to something and never be like subjected to something or you are always an object and never the subject yeah I really feel like the, this the 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 music of this song fits the lyrics well too. Like mm-hmm. always upon you, light never ceases. Um, thousands of eyes gaze never ceases. I, I like the lyrics in this are beautiful. I and love they're also the, they're, uh, they're kind of timeless too. It's not like talking about like, you know fucking television, right? <laughs> exactly. Because uh, I mean they're in what two thousand seven singing about a concept from the eighteen hundreds and it. 2004, I think. 2004, excuse yeah. me, singing about a concept <laughs> from the 1800s. Yeah. So it's like something that has persisted and still staying relevant. Um, well, what I read from um, from Aaron Turner is that he says that ISIS are a political band, but this time this the politics at that time, which if you remember in 2004 is the uh, Patriot Act was enacted. Mm-hmm. You know, 2002 or three that that happened, and so everyone felt like they're being watched by the government. So Big Brother was watching everyone in 2004. Uh, and ISIS, they aren't a political band, but uh, Aaron Turner said that it didn't influence some of the lyrics on this thing. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. It makes sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, I love the, like, little midpoint. I love, it's not the little. I love the midpoint jam, because I think it was a really cool bass riff. And I just like... Everything everything sounds really like nice and good. Like mm-hmm. it's got really good guitar tone, bass tone, the drums sound amazing. Like somehow oh, with the all these like amazing. the like thick guitars and bass and all this stuff, like the drums cut through. Like the drums are really yeah. sharp and dry, which I think is cool. Um But everything's also kind of like given room and time to like breathe. And that's a big thing I think in post dark in general is the the breathing part. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything's Everything just sort of takes one. Uh, I can know a bunch of people that are like, get on with it. Like, right. um, 
you know, like I had a friend who's like, can we not listen to this thing? Give me a headache. I'm like, why? He's like, it sounds like the same thing over and over again. I'm like, yeah, but they're building something. (laughs) But, uh, but like, you know, when you're listening to a song and you're like, man, that part was really cool. I wish that was longer. That's post rock. That's post metal. That's, (laughs) you know, that's all this stuff. It's like they figure it out. You find a good riff, you don't just abandon it. You play it for seven to nine minutes. <laughs> you want to move on to In Fiction, which is my favorite song yeah. on record. It also it's, a uh, good one. It's got this really cool buzzy bass in it, droning buzzy bass in it that that it it builds to mm-hmm. about halfway point, and that's when we get that killer riff. Yeah, um, it, it's the riff sounds almost is, like a mastodon riff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I, that's why I got it from it too. That's mm-hmm. good. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I I was trying to find a way to say it the best, and you said it the best because you're a big ass song guy, right? Uh, I am. Yeah. Um. Uh. The, this the, uh, this song this song does build. <laughs> I know we were talking about some of them don't build. This song yeah. builds. Um. Yeah, it's a builder. Um. It's built slowly, um, but, um, but it, it, it effectively. On the lyrics in this are also pretty short, but it's just about uh, nowhere to run to. Like, you can't hide, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just about surveillance, like, this whole record. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't look too deep too long. You have to look too deep. It's just it's pretty words to put on top of a, a killer, uh, killer song. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah I was getting, you know, kind of art because they're talking about fiction. Uh, it like mm-hmm. represents life, but you know we can't use it as a way to like hide or escape. Like you can't escape into the fiction. Like oh no, because there's a you know like it predicted future worlds. You know talking about like science fiction mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just I I really like the way they approach the lyrics on this because they're talking about the it. same thing, but it's not repetitive it's because they're like yeah. looking at it from different angles like you would in a panopticon Ooh, have you ever <laughs> uh, tried to escape into fiction dude yeah not i don't know if i tried went at it with that purpose i enjoy okay. fiction yeah enjoy fiction. But i don't too. i don't know i don't have the escapist mentality sorry uh yeah wills dissolve which is track four yeah um, uh lyrically kind of more about the like consequences of the panopticon mm-hmm. like culturally i guess you know talking about the tower um yeah which is a yeah <laughs> this one's the uh this one's the most post rocky one like it this one um, for a while legitimately sounds like a red sparrows song yeah it's it, it's creepy and, and spooky yeah, it's I creepy. agree with the, the the creepiness, the spookiness of it. It's it's a spooky record. Yeah, it's a spooky song. Also, um, this does get have you about three minutes, fifteen, thirty minutes, fifteen seconds in when it would be perfect build up to it. But um, I do like how in fiction bleeds in this song. You mm-hmm. know, like it's it, it it's there and it's it's beautiful. Like I said, uh, uh, Isis are a beautiful band. No exception to that rule. Wills is all. Um, it's a short song on the record by just under seven minutes, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, you and I, yeah, I know you and your long songs. I, uh, but to me, this, this is how long songs should be. I Not agree. Like you don't, you shouldn't have to cut a song short just because there's some preconceived notion of yeah. how long a song should be. Yeah. It shouldn't, it doesn't be three minutes. It can be 19. 
Yeah, more to me. it could be an hour and ten minutes, and it's only about <laughs> smoking weed. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, if only there was a song like that. Yeah, if only. <laughs> uh, this one was kind of this one was a real like foot tapper, real toe mm-hmm. tapper when it kicked in, and then it gets even better <laughs> when the distortion kicks on on top of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is this isn't even like a fun bit of trivia. This is just a weird thing. On title, this song's called Will's Dislove. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I don't think that's right. Uh, yeah. See, I, me, me, you guys don't know. I'm still a Spotify listener, and Ryan graduated title. Mm-hmm. Got to so, put these fancy headphones to good use and listen to. Yep. Full Apparently, quality. they have better sound quality. Master uh, quality. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Um, uh, but uh, Syndic calls. Yeah, um, uh, and this one also kind of like bleeds in from mm-hmm. the previous track. Yeah. Uh, oh, the riff. It's about two minutes, and I love the riff in this one. Oh, Syndic calls. Ki- yeah, I just wrote "kick ass groove" in yeah, the groove in letters. This. Yeah. 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 And, and then this yeah. one's you know kind of about the the watcher that's in the tower that they talked about. Mm-hmm in wills dissolve um but just kind of like how they're making the decisions and it like it adds this like tension of like is today the day they're going to decide i die basically does this this to me this of all the songs that sound epic this one sounds the most epic to me i agree yeah yeah so let's hear this epicness i saw the lyrics i'm like yeah not the point that yeah just hear the epicness just let me soak in this groove yeah it was (laughs) Shut up for a second. I want to hear your groove. <laughs> Stop singing. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, Zen Goss, it's it's a it's a killer song. I think it's like nine, nine minutes long. I think mm-hmm. or eight minutes long. Basically, and you can say this is anywhere between seven and nine minutes, and you're yeah. you're pretty safe. Yeah, yeah, and nothing over ten, which they almost did, but whatever. Yeah, the closest I got, I think, is Altered Course, which is like yeah, nine fifty-seven. Yeah, just under ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And I do have a, when we get Altered Course, I have a little bit of trivia about that. Hey, guess but where we're at? Altered Course. Altered Course. You know, who plays do you bass have, on have this like track? trivia or anything about this track? Yeah, I do. So the the bass player for Tool plays on this track. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I forget his name. I should put that, put that down, but yeah, Isn't it Tool. something Chandler. Yeah, he plays the bass on this track, and he apparently uh, uh, him and. Uh, two and uh, the guys and I sister, well, they were buds, you know, because they toured, they toured together. That's cool. Uh, my brother had seen them twice, uh, he says twice. Um, and the second time he went is after they toured Tool. And he went to see him, I think, at, I mean, it doesn't really matter where, Granada, downtown, in downtown Dallas. And Matt says he saw so many Tool shirts there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because, good. That means opening for a big band on a tour works. Oh, yeah, which is great. I mean, I can't imagine not seeing ISIS and not wanting to buy the record afterwards, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a tool guy. Are you a tool guy? No. Yeah, I try every so often, and I, I'm just like, nope, still yeah, not, not not today. Yeah, yeah I have friends that text me about tool every often. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a tool guy. I don't know where you text me about, yeah. <laughs> about tool again. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Altered uh, Course, uh, no lyrics. This, this is, but this one, to me, is the most ambient song in the track. Yeah, it's very ethereal. Mm-hmm. Lots um, of distorted synth, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Indian, but yeah, yeah it's kind of it's kind of built like it's all built over this kind of synth drone tape loop mm-hmm. thing that they got going underneath. Like it starts with it and it ends with it. The music kind of fades in and fades out on it. 
Yeah. It's pretty dope. Uh, it's it's not my favorites on the record. Yeah, it, it this one feels kind of like a jam. Like it doesn't feel like it's there's much like structure to it, and they're just kind of doing the same idea throughout the whole track. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. <laughs> it's just look, one of the tracks had to be the least, the 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 worst. Doesn't mean it's yeah. a bad track. It just is the worst of the bunch. Yeah, Elder Horse is not my favorite, but it's it's fine. Um, it, it's hard to talk about because there's a lot of just. There's, yeah, it's hard to talk about because it's just, like you said, it's a ethereal, it's just, it meanders about. It's it's pretty, though. I mean, mm-hmm. it's there's nothing to say about ice. It's, it's if they're not pretty. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> uh, when we have the final track, Grinning Mouse. Also a great closer. I agree. Um, the, it, it It has, like, the guitar riff. I don't know why I wrote it down, but I was like, the guitar kind of sounds like somebody's trying to play banjo. I hear that at the beginning, not so mm-hmm. much later on. No, no, not uh, later on. Definitely just when it's starting out. But I was like, this sounds like it would be a banjo riff. It makes you wonder if they have those little picks on their fingers, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have the little finger rings, you know? Bling, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I, I always see, I always weird out when I see guitar players use those. I'm like, mm-hmm. do you really need that? You got fingertips, man. They can fit, right? Yeah, but, <laughs> you, you know, the pad of your finger doesn't sound the same as a, a pick. Okay. You got to get their Maybe that's chicken what, picking. <laughs> maybe if I want to play something like Garfunkel, I should get those. Instead of using the, my hand like like a like a like a like a noob, right? Yeah, exactly. Because um, I when I strum, I don't do the thing with my fingers. I just do my whole hand mm-hmm. when I do the, the folk. When it comes to the guitar, I only have playing rock music. I use a pick, right? But right. But if I'm playing <laughs> folk, I just do this with my hand. And I remember I had a friend who's learning guitar. He's like, "How do you do that?" I'm like, "I don't know how to do it. Just do it." Yeah, you know what it mean? just happens. Yeah, it just happens. <laughs> um, but the the thing that, that's great also about this record or this song is it's, it gets so fucking heavy at the this, end. Of uh, it. This track, especially, I, I wrote down the heavy part is properly heavy. Yeah, it's it's there. Yeah. It's and it, it stays there until the end. <laughs> um, and it's yeah, Grinning Mouse is a great great record, a great song. Yeah, but on a great record called Panopticon. Uh, one thing I really like is how they will uh, kind of like juxtapose the heaviness. Like they'll just drop out all the heavy mm-hmm. guitar stuff and it'll just be like the bass and the drums playing. <sighs> and it's, oh. I don't know, it the way they've mixed it or produced it or something, like it's so cool. Like it just feels like somebody just like sucked all the air out of a room. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm with you on that one. It's Ooh. so cool. Um, So uh, I feel like we've reached the end of this Panopticon. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that is the Isis. final track. Thanks, Matt, for bringing it. Um, I was happy to talk about it. I, I, I honestly think it would have shown up at a different point. Mm-hmm. If but, I would have remembered that I liked them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt has this shit on vinyl, and it was not, it was not cheap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, you know what I think it's time for? What's that? I think it's time to draw a new theme. New theme. New hat, Drawn in a new way, because yeah. hat... Uh, rest in peace. I yeah. believe got thrown away or yeah, guys. I'm not gonna another dimension. I'm not gonna lie about that. We we had a hat, an actual it's a paper sack with all the things were in. I lost it or got thrown away, and it really put a wrench in the show for a good minute. That's actually <laughs> but, where we've been is just trying to come yeah, up with these. <laughs> yeah, and so but now I have it all digital and uh, on our Google Drive, and I'm I'm randomizing it right now, and the top one. 
Let's have a rap session. Let's have a rap session. Or something hip hop. Or yeah. or rap, whatever you want to call it. I got I got mine. I got mine ready. Uh um, I'll but, need to I'll need to think a little bit, but Okay. There are lots but, uh, of good options. This is this is I've been waiting to do this one. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting to do this one. So I'm stoked. It's it's, it's not gonna be Dan Brown G Pig Mafia. We already uh we already talked about them a little bit too much. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh let's have a rap session. That's the next one. Got anything else going on? Uh, me and a friend of mine do the music for this podcast. Uh, so mm-hmm. called Smell. Uh, so you can find us on Bandcamp at smell.bandcamp.com. Uh, everything on there is free. So download it, give it a listen. What you got going on? I do the podcast that I put out weekly called Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. I do with my buddy Neil. Uh, we talk about new movies. Uh, I think this week we're doing Nia Jones, but. Uh, whenever you listen to this, you can go find it. It could probably come out weeks and weeks ago. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, I do new movies every week. I also do recognize, but yeah, movies don't suck. I put out every week. And, uh, you guys, if you guys want to hear me talk more, you can, you can listen to that if you want. But, um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, you good, dude? I'm good, dude. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.